Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. I need about three weeks of recovery But the nurses is loving me Saying the best part of the day is my half Feeding me breakfast and giving me a sponge bath Niggas say I died dead in the streets Nigga, I'm getting high, getting head on the beach Chilling, sitting on about half a million With all my niggas, all my guns, all my women Next two years, I should see about a billion All for the love of drug dealers Got no love for the other side, fuck them tricks Any repercussions, you your mouth for your spit clip All the time, big papa What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio coming to you live from Tampa Bay, Florida. We're sitting in the kitchen of our Airbnb. My face couldn't look any redder on the computer screen or in person. It's a super red face. Jake's got his cutoff teeth listening to No, No, Notorious to keep and to continue Yankee walk-up song. Can you guess whose walk-up song that is, Jake? Reggie Jackson, next. <laughs> Reggie Jackson actually had that written for him. I think you're lying, and I don't want you to lie to the people this it's one of the It's one of those situations where Reggie wrote those... Notorious B.I.G. wrote the song for Reggie Jackson. No, no, Reggie wrote the lyrics on his own, never did anything with them. When the song came out, Reggie was like, he stole my song. Wait, I never shared it. It was just collective unconscious. It's Dee Dee's song. Makes sense. Gregorious. Gre- gre- Gregorious. Those jokes. How come all of Yankee Stadium doesn't uh, sing along with, and just say the gr- gr- Gregorious every time it happens? Like it, I know what you're saying. In theory, you think that'd be cool, but the Gregorious from a crowd angle doesn't come off well. No? No. It's not clean. Not clean. Well, it could be clean. Well, we are recording at night again because we're going to wake up and do stuff. So it's a nighttime record session. Day and night. Day and night. Is that all you got? Yeah. Should we tell them a little bit about our day, about our trip? We can. Last I, last we tuned in, I, I uh, it was late night, and I was uh, going to the airport in three hours. I had a whirlwind morning. And what happened next? I overslept. I missed. That's going to be a terrible noise. Is that the fridge? I missed. I almost missed my flight. I thought I was going to miss my flight on three different occasions. Woke up at four. I was supposed to wake up at three. Flight took off at six. So I had to check my bag by 515. Takes an hour, 10 to get to the airport. We left at four. Had to stop and get gas. So, so close to missing the flight. At one point, I was like, because there's no gas station, we would have to really detour, but we were about, we were on empty for 20 miles. Right. And I was like, do we stay the course, and do I just say, fuck it, there's no way I make this flight, let's just go get gas so we don't run out of gas on this 
Parkway. Right. And I said, no. I said, let's just risk it. You always can do more driving than you think. Yeah. So risked it, got there, ran into the airport, said to the guy, I need to get this checked in the next five minutes. Otherwise, I can't. Because he, he was, and he looked at it. He goes, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Accurate. So he went up to the touchscreen. What's your name? I was like, James. O'Brien. Did it all. Got me fast. He was like, okay. Oh, they did it for you. Oh, so I thought he was behind the desk. No, no. No, he, you were in front. Okay, so that's really nice of him. Really nice. Because, well, he saw like the pan, like the urgency. Right. He panicked with me. It was nice. very, JetBlue was awesome all around. Because wow. then he was like, security's going to be tough. I don't know if you're going to make it. And he was right. Security was a motherfucker. But what happened was, there, there's no way I would have made the flight if I just had to go through security on my own at Newark Airport. So a JetBlue representative came down and was like, who's on Tampa? Who's on Tampa? She's like, I got 41 people checked in, but not on the plane yet. 41. No. It's a huge number. So they were like, we can't just leave 41 people. So we all got escorted up to the front of the security line, which was awesome. Right. And there's this one guy working the airport. He's like, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. And uh, his other, like his higher up just told the JetBlue, like, don't listen to him. He's a douche. Yeah. That's what he said. That guy was being a wedgie. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, this lady goes, hey, I have a six o'clock flight, too, that I'm about to miss. And now you're taking all these Tampa people and you're putting them in front of me. Right. What the hell? And she said, who are you flying? And the lady said, I'm flying Southwest. And the JetBlue representative said, I can't do anything. I can only help my people. Would be nice if Southwest came and helped you out, though. Boom. Boom. (laughs) So eat shit, Southwest. Jet blue across the bow. That's the first time I've like I flown. I was like, you know what? This airline took care of me very nicely today. Jet blue's got a pretty good rep. Then as we landed, the guy next to me threw up in his barf bag. But it was clean, you said. Oh yeah, yeah. It was very professional. Didn't make a noise, but I could, I could kind of feel the weight of the bag get heavier to my right. Mm. I was trying not to look, but I could just like You can sense that. That's something humans can sense. And then I hate being the person that stands up as soon as the plane lands. You know, everyone just stands up as soon as the plane hogs it. Everyone just, it's annoying. Worried about where you're going. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like you're in the 20th row. Just wait. wait So you stood up? Well, because this guy needed to stand up and like. How do you know? Because he was like fidgeting around, he just threw up. He was holding the bag of barf. Last, don't blame him I for did, your he, errors. No, no, no. I needed to give him more space. Like he needed an empty seat next to him, a buffer, because he just barfed in a bag. Also, I wanted to get away from him a little bit because he barfed yeah, in a bag. That's the real story here. Yeah, it was good. It's good. Then we went. We went. We got our car. My ID is expired. That was a big yeah. fuck up. Went to the Tampa Bay Steinbrenner Field. Got roasted by the sun because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Don't know what you're thinking there. I know. I mean, I just forgot to put sunscreen on. I put on sunscreen and I never put on sunscreen. I watched you put it on and I said, oh shit, yeah, I need to do that. And then like whatever happened next in my brain erased it. You were watching the other creepy guy with you in the parking lot change. Yeah. Back in the parking lot changing times. It's good times. Pretty nice. Do you think he had fun? He had a great day. He doesn't have a lot of bad days. Yeah. If you're interested in spring training stuff, we'll do mm. that on Talking Yanks because we're going to... I've got a lot to say. And we got a couple more days to figure out what it's like. But it's been fun. I got a lot to say. What else did we do? We went grocery shopping. Yep. 
You recorded Talking Huskies while I took a nap. Then I woke up yep. with the worst headache ever. Yes. Near death headache. Yeah. Level. Now I'm good. Now Straight it's to CVS. Yeah, I needed some medicine. Venison. You like venison? No. Uh, yeah. Like veal? I haven't had veal in a long time. Veal's on like my no-fly list. Why? That's just like the one box I think I want to check when people see or like when they're checking if I'm a good dude or not. Like I want the veal box clear. So you're calling my grandma a bad dude? She loves veal. No, I didn't call your grandma dude ever. Um, I think that's everyone's own prerogative. But I just when people come by and they check out the Jake Storielli story, like I think I can get by without the veal. There's a lot of other foods and meats I get into that I can is dodge veal, the baby cows. Oh, so veal is known as like your it's rude to eat veal? Yeah. They like places it's baby cows, A. So literally. my grandma's a bad person is what you're saying. I that's your judgment. No, I, I never knew this was a thing. That's I didn't, your judgment. I didn't know veal was taboo. And there's a lot of places that like they'll keep They'll keep baby cows trapped so they can't walk around, so they get fatter. Nice. And it's a better cut of veal. It's all meat? So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't judge anyone from ordering veal. If someone did that, I wouldn't be like scoff or anything under my breath. I'd be like, nice, good for you. Who's worse, the I'm person just, that I've, eats veal? I've already got enough bad boxes going for me. Like, I don't need to bring the veal thing into play. Marry, fuck, kill. Someone who mm-hmm. eats veal... Someone who murders the veal. Right. Someone who fucks a veal. A baby cow. Like sex with the veal. Yeah. Well, that's easy. You kill the person that kills. Okay. You fuck the person that fucks. Okay. And then what was the other option? You're marrying my grandma. Yeah. So now you have her as the nicest lady in the world. Yeah. This is good. You're welcome. This is good stuff. You're welcome. She's pregnant. Um... Where do we link up in that story? We met up. <laughs> we went to spring training. Um, before that, I came from St. Pete's Beach with my mother. I woke up. Um, not a great night's sleep. Um, the uh, rank it out of ten. I mean, like the the old. I'd say it was like five hours of sleep or so, and. In, in the Howard Johnson Motel on St. Pete's Beach. So, I mean, that's a that's a tough, that's a tough play. Um, but it was fine. Good to spend some time with my mother. Um, woke up, hit the road towards Tampa International Airport where we snagged you. We got the rental car. You mentioned your ID fiasco because you're a human fool. I was like, your license is expired. I said, shit, when did it expire? He said, yesterday. I yes. said, well, that's a, it's still good, dude. And it's a trap. You're 30. You can't do that stuff anymore. I can't. I got to start wearing Sunday lotion, too. So yeah. I'm 30. I mean, that's um, a... You're doing a terrible job of being 30. <laughs> yeah, rebelling expired a little Expired license. I'm rebelling. <laughs> Set your skin on fire. <laughs> I'm rebelling. You're not rebelling. You're failing. <laughs> no, I'm rebelling. I'm like, take that, 30. I'll that was like, a power. Line. That was like a Gordon Ramsay line. You're not rebelling. You're, you're not failing. rebelling. You're failing. Is he British? Was that a British accent? I don't know. I don't watch any of those shows. Cooking shows. Cooking shows. I don't shows understand that people would watch, and you just kind of cringe. You're like, why? Would I don't. You watch I don't understand the enter. The enter. I don't understand. Well, this is sounds condescending. Or whatever. There we go. Singing competitions. Okay, I do. I understand. 
Right. Because I can hear the singing. Yeah. And like, yeah, I like that singing. Hell yes. <laughs> Cooking? That was my impression of the old guy from You the can't Sandler eat movie. the food that they cook on those cooking shows. Interesting. So like, I don't know if that's good or not. I don't want to, like, I, I, I don't just oh, look at food to get joy. How badass would that be? If you could eat it through the screen? If you had, like, you put the ingredients somewhere in the TV and you watch the show. It's a Willy Wonka stuff. At the end. Go in the TV. Holy shit. That's why shit. I never understood. Is under- the future going to have stuff like that? I never understood watching cooking shows because, like, singing, I can hear it. I am enjoying the singing. I don't enjoy looking at food. I enjoy eating the food. And I can't eat the food that they're making, so I don't give a fuck. I'm in heaven right now. Thinking about being able to... I'm in the back of my living room slash RV that drives itself. Okay. I'm I'm playing a... I'm doing a Madden tournament with my buddies. I'm, I'm 350 years old. And on the TV on the side... It's the... Someone's sending you food? Yeah, it's just sending food. Or it's like, oh, you want you want a lasagna? Just insert the pasta, sauce, cheese, and meat here. And then in two o- in an hour, there will be a lasagna. Okay. This so is like... It's a robot chef. Have, do robot chefs exist? What are we doing? I think robot chefs, like McDonald's, is basically robot chefs. There's some humans in there. I guess the robots are getting involved. In <laughs> the robots are getting heavily involved in like all the processed food. You ever seen how McDonald's makes their chicken nuggets, that pink stuff? Right. It officially just that pink stuff. It was a news story yesterday. I didn't put it on our thing, but it officially is meat now. It, like, it's not, they're like, you can't call it pink slime. It is graded as meat. Nice. So win for McDonald's. We did it. But I'm saying give, give me something that's the size of a toaster. I put... Some meat and some seasoning in there. I click meatball. And po- and then I understand minutes, what I you're saying now. That's way different than what I thought you were saying. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about all the process and stuff. I'm saying I, I have to do the job of getting the right ingredients I want uh-huh. and putting it in the machine. They do the processing and the cooking and stuff. Just all of it. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Nobody take that. Nobody take that. That's what about my smell keyboard? Experience. Um, useless. <laughs> <laughs> like it's completely if you're useless. Talking with someone over the keyboard, and then you just send them like uh, green grass, and then they get a uh, there's an there's an ec- like you know those. It's not bad. Like that'll no, you know those fans that you can spray mist. It's like yeah. a mist of the scent comes at you. That you can send smells to that people. product line will be in my living room RV that is self driving okay. when I'm traveling the when country. When you're 350 but, years old, but it'll be. Like something that never gets used. It would be like, like we we're in an Airbnb right now, and like we saw a blender, but like you and I would never put in the work to actually use that blender on this trip. Yeah, you could do like multiple smells. Like guess this one, type it to your friend across country. Was that uh, dandelions and tar? Nobody wants to be surprised with dandelions and tar. Yeah, well they got got. No, no. No, I'm throwing it out. Was that burnt flash? How'd you get out. the burnt flash keyboard? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a negative. The Mets Spring Training Facility was built on a hunting preserve. The Mets Spring Training Facility was built on a hunting preserve. We got a bunch of Mets and animals stories here. Their first year there, manager Davey Johnson had his pitchers run on a trail in the woods. 
Sid Fernandez was chased out of the woods by a warthog. Sing the Lion King warthog. Once I was a young warthog. Sid was screaming, there's a monster in there. Only in spring training. We have a very similar story to our baseball, freshman year baseball, very similar story. Sure. Noah Syndergaard, Seth Lugo, Jacob Rame, and Taylor Bashler. I don't know if I pronounced those names. They went fishing for Goliath groupers in Florida. This was a headline. Great. A lot of the Mets and animals. The Devils can't finish the season sweep versus the Penguins, and they lose. Mm. The season sweep, that would have been victory. Sweet victory. Those damn Penguins, most hated team. Rangers beat the Hurricane with a third-period garbage goal. The Brooklyn Dodgers legend, a New Jersey native, Don Newcomb, has died at age 92. And ESPN's Michael Kay takes a big step towards dethroning WFN's Mike Francester. Wow. What's the step? What's the step? It's actually not a big step, but they read a headline of it. Uh, Michael K's radio show beat Francesca's radio show in the month of January. Okay. It's like 5.8 rating to 5 rating. Sure. But if you take into streaming, it's 5.8 to 5.7. Okay. K beat Francesca. But a sports book right. is made up of three months. Right. So it's really like he won the first period. Okay. So K can easily come back and win close. the game. But K, I don't know if K's won a period before. He, oh, t- okay. he tied last November, but still lost the, the book. Right. But uh, yeah, those are Radio Wars. Our good friend, Michael K. Good I mean, has Francesca been on top ever since? Ever? Blank? Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought you'd have a year on that. That's okay. I think like since Mike and the Mad Dog, since what's that like 1983? I get, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. 80s. Okay. He's been number one. Kester, our guy, our buddy. Yeah. A friend of ours. Yeah. Says hi to us. If we saw Kay walking in a grocery aisle, he'd say hi to us. If he was in our Airbnb right now, he'd be like, wow, what just happened? Oh, you guys are here. What's up? He's trying to sleep. Really Kay? freaked out. He teleported. Congrats on the January. Congrats, Michael. Are we going to see him? Uh, Is he here? He's got to be doing the first and second game. I don't know if he's going to come early. Maybe. Should reach out. I don't know if the. Yeah, should. I don't know if the other games are on TV or not. Say, Case, there. You come down spring training. We're here for a week. Congrats on the January ratings. I'm. I actually don't like Rosenthal and uh, Don that much, though, from the Michael K show. Yeah, that's okay. That's how it spins. Um, they probably Rosenthal must be popular in some circles, but I don't know rap. what circles. He, didn't he get a start like rap, like hip hop culture? Kind of. Yeah. But like, who, who of your friends are are, or who do you even know that's into that? Ken. Like, no, he's not into someone like Rosenberg, though. Well, it's like he. I think Rosenberg started on morning shows, like Sway in the Morning, like that type of shit. Right. I'm not friends with people like that, but tons of people like that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I I get when people were... I don't know. No, I'm not sending shots at Rosenberg. Good for him. Um, I was mad. Well, mad and sad. You stole the Don Newcomb news because um, you went Brooklyn Dodgers on me um, and NJ Native. Yeah. Um, 
The Nuke. I was reading up on him. Cool you were? Stuff. I wanted to read up on him because I know the name Don Newcomb. Yeah. But I don't know all the all the fun deets. What you read up, what you He's find out. He's one of the first four uh, initial black all-stars That's in the good. same all-star game. Um, Campanella, Jackie Robinson, and... And finish it, find uh, it, find the it. The guy from the Indians, um, blanking on his name. Lou. No. Um Tony. Please stop guessing. Don't guess another name. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. He was one of one of the first African Americans in the league. Um, and Jimmy, I actually, well, you you say what you want to say about him because you you've got things to say apparently. I don't. I have nothing to say. So you have nothing to say. I know the name Don Newcomb. I know he was good at baseball, and that's all I know about him. I've wow. never deep dove into his career or anything. Okay. Jake's on try three of getting his password correct for his laptop. Yeah. Long password. Yeah. Total mistake. Um, <laughs> but uh, is it when I was a young warthog? Shut up. Um, and it's not even a top story anymore. People disrespect baseball every day. And you're number one candidate, Jim. Um, see Machado sign. Um, we'll get there. Well, you were trying to find out your Don Newcomb. Larry Doby. Ah, fuck. Oh, wow. Piss me off. Piss um, you right off. Does it really yeah. does? Yeah, you can you can tell. Uh, yeah, he had he had some good seasons, and then uh, I I think he came back at one point. It was like done that seven ERA season there um, that you're covering up with your mouse currently. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was sad. I the the thing I really liked, and I we we've been doing some old MLB stuff today. Um. Oh, we're at spring training, and we talked about Yogi Berra a lot. And I think, I don't know, like you, you've been—I won't say on cloud nine about it—but you found out Yogi Berra has a purple heart recently. Yep. Not literally. The some kids might take that literally. I don't know. I don't um, know what color your heart becomes once you pass away. So his could have a purple heart right now. R.I.P. Yogesh. Um. But yeah, Yogi has a purple heart from the war. He got shot. Um. And like. You know, we obviously don't fully appreciate what that that means nowadays. Um, so I I think it's funny. You know, there was a big time there. I want to say like in the two thousands, it got really really popular to use like war language when talking about sports. Mm-hmm. Like we're going into war, we're going yeah. into battle today. Yeah. You know, or, these, I don't think that was this too is my I band think, of brothers, like blah blah blah. I I think it was. I think it gained popularity and peaked then, and then people were like, "Yo, don't compare sports to like actual war." Yeah, and I mean, people football's kinda, named after like blitz, all the right things. And I I think people kind of pumped the brakes on it during the two thousands. I'll say, yeah. Um, I think what's a better thing that that people compare sports to is the family aspect, and I I think it showed in. Like today, we got quotes from Sandy Koufax, who called him a mentor and a friend and and all that stuff, and that's really cool. But Clayton Kershaw today, like Clayton Kershaw is a kid from Highland Park, Texas, who just got drafted by the Dodgers, and then he came up. But Clayton Kershaw, who will go down as one of the better pitchers to ever play the game, was linked to Don Newcomb because he was a part of that franchise. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that's really cool that like those guys are connected in family when, you know, if 
if Clayton Kershaw got drafted by the Cincinnati Reds and had a career with them, like these guys would have no link, and like that's just it. So, did you hear? Did you see the romantic. Don Newcomb quote on Kershaw? Let's let's hear it. I he thought co- you had nothing to say about. Well, I Don just found. I just found oh. this. I just found this. Don Newcomb called Clayton Kershaw a skittish bitch. <laughs> It's one of those jokes for me. Wow. Just for me. Wow. <laughs> you can talk. No, let's go into uh, the national news. Let me find my soundboard. Jimmy, I don't know if I should start with baseball or football, so I'm going to start with Kyler Murray. <laughs> you punk. <laughs> I don't know bad word. Uh... Kyler Murray, no expectations, but go to Arizona would be nice. Hilarious. Hilarity ensues with Kyler Murray show. Um, Jim, let's talk a little baseball. Free agent Manny Machado signs with your San Diego fathers. Ten years, $300 trillion. Good for Manny. He got paid after all of that, Jim. Um, and a little bit of hockey... We did we did baseball slash football with that Kyler Murray, Jim. How about a little football slash hockey? The Hurricanes owner, Tom Dundon. The Dundies are coming. Tom Dundon gives $250 million to run the new Alliance Football League. How about that? He basically became the president overnight. Uh, Tennessee, uh, the Volunteers men's basketball team, forgot what basketball was for 15 minutes tonight, but still beats winless in the SEC Vandy. And tickets to Duke, Carolina, rival Super Bowl prices. We're talking over 2000 bucks to get in the hizzy, Jimmer. To get in the hizzy. This motherfucker, Thomas Dundon, I need to find out about him. A... His Wikipedia says he's 46 to 47 years old. I, I feel like we should know officially. It's not like it's the 1800s and we can't figure this out. When was he born? Find out. Is he 46 or 47 years old? Tom Dundon? He's yeah. 47. Okay. Well, who is he? How do he make his money? I love finding out. I already did this whole thing. All right, so who is he? How do you make his money? I love finding out young millionaires like this. It's a weird mix of rage and happiness. Okay, because, I mean, this dude owns a sports team already, and a new league is about to fold, and he's like, I gotcha, here's 250 mil. Now he owns a sports league. So, dude, it's kind of a roller coaster. So I just I just did all this, and this is a lot of wiki, which you're currently on. But So he goes to SMU. In Dallas, Smoo. Um, and he said he was like the leader of his sorority there, Phi Gamma Delta. Um, and then it said he took over a restaurant. So, like, what's that really mean? Um, you know, what what are the connections? I'm I'm guessing this guy had a leg up in in some ways we're not fully sure of, but he mm-hmm. gets involved in financials, the financial stuff. It started with automobiles and that went well and then it turned into businesses and then it turned into this big group and then it it kind of it kind of cuts us off there's like a missing 15 years and we find out he's this just financial advisor guy that has this big building in dallas fucking boring 
Well, I think there's one part you, there you'd like because I was like, okay, he's just this finance guy. He's 47 and he's already buying sports teams and leagues. Like, fuck this guy, right? Yeah. No, did, actually, did you? No, s- I don't. I don't get angry at that. Like, I'm happy for him. I, I'm jealous of him. I just wish he made his money in a cooler way. So it kind of gets there a little bit, and I don't know if you read it, but he owns half of Top Golf. Mm, that sounds fun. That sounds like one of his. He's already made the money fun endeavors. Yes, but I think that added to his. <laughs> I think that added to his portfolio a lot bigger than he anticipated. Like he owns a nice golf course in Dallas, and then that led into Top Golf. He owns like fifty-five percent of it. Yeah, his Wikipedia says he went from a restaurant with a number of partners. He co-founded a business focused primarily on subprime automobile financing. Sure. Which eventually became Santander Consumer USA, a large U.S. consumer finance company. So just finance, boring shit like that. I want to be like, oh, he discovered Doraflame. That's how he got rich. Okay, you wanted you want him to be a one hit wonder. Yeah, like that's his thing. Yeah. No, this dude's just really smart at using money to make money. So congrats on being so smart he and living the, like the dream the, life. The pods for Tide Pods. Yeah, you know, uh, Courtney and Brett, my sister and brother in law, went to school with the kids whose dad invented Doraflame. Nice. <laughs> he he worked at a number two pencil company it's cool and there's all the fucking pencil shreddings on the ground sure he was like we can't just be throwing these out non-stop yeah so he went to like burn them and they just burned really well Forever. and he was like okay put them on some wood put them on some make wood that's what it is it's number two pencil shavings pressed into a brick that's a solution so i like that guy more than i like the finance whiz just has a couple friends like that from Vandy. Not so much at CCSU. Not a lot of ingenuity there. Um, shout out. Um, but yeah, so like I kind of like this guy, but I kind of hate it. And so the other part that made me not hate him as much is he bought the Hurricanes in 2018, like the start of 2018. So he's barely owned them for a year. And now he's jumping in and he's he's saving the Alliance Sports League, which had all these rumors today about players not getting played paid excuse me they called it a glitch like the league came out and was like oh no it's just a glitch the players haven't gotten paid and everyone's like oh come on mm. first week you're supposed to play the pay the players new league uh fucking computer acted uh, up so says yeah. we're out of money <laughs> they uh yeah oops um but then i i read an article about it it was pretty legit because they're i mean the the alliance league is kind of a startup and they were saying you know yeah we have some money but we're not flush with money blah 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 and so they said that essentially this guy was ready to do the deal once he saw like the tv ratings and stuff come back so once he saw the tv ratings like it was done like this it wasn't the aaf went out and was like hey we need someone to buy the league now like this guy had been eyeing it so um Took took a little bit of the the wind out of your sails. I don't know, but I, you I think still don't know her, what if I, I want to like this guy. I I'm, I don't care. What about Hurricane fans? Do you think they're like, well, fuck, dude, you got a whole league to run now? Not really. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, they he just hires good people, hires GMs. He's <clears> done some fun stuff for the Hurricanes. They because uh, they've had low attendance for the past bunch of years or whatever. They've started doing. Oh, have you seen this yet? They've been doing like post game. No, when they do the three stars, they've been doing like celebrations. Like they did one the other day that was like a fake home run. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw it. Did you like that? I didn't know what it was in for. 
Because oh. I, I think some hockey traditionalists didn't like it. But apparently that was like this guy's idea, which again, like a billionaire guy having ideas like that, like oh, everyone likes end zone celebrations after the game. I don't like it that it's forced. To hit a home run. I thought they just guys just did that for fun. I yeah. don't like that. Like if they have to do a celebration. I mean, I don't know how much was enforced. Like, did he say, "Hey, have fun with it," or did he say, "Do that celebration"? I don't know. The hurricane should stage a hurricane after wins. It comes to stop now. In the ice rink, just like a flood of water comes. Nah. Everyone gets to watch it. Nope. Like a science lesson. No. This is what a hurricane looks like from the sky. Um, Kyler Murray wants to be the number one pick in the draft. We are shocked. Um, We got to talk about Manny a little, right? Yeah, let's talk about it. I I think you and I are are mostly on the same page with this. What do you got on Emmanuel? Happy it's over. Happy he got paid because everyone's saying, well, blah, blah, blah. But now they're like, well, he should have got paid more because due to inflation, it's not as much as A-Rod got right. paid or whatever. We, he, got what, he got exactly what they were looking for. They yeah, went they, into the offseason saying they wanted $300 million for 10 years. He got it. The, the A-Rod stuff also at the end of the day ended up being like bad business. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's something that's kind of being ignored. Um, yeah, now I saw people online still doing the like, well, he should have got this contract earlier. And it's like, what are we doing? You can't do Why? That. You just can't. Anyone who says that, just like, that's not how negotiations like, Sorry work. he got the contract he wants. Sorry it wasn't exactly with the team he wanted, but he got the contract. He got the contract he said he wanted. It's not like he walked away and was like, yeah, I got $275 million. That's still a really good contract. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's literally what he came in and said. Um, with the opt-outs and, and all that, I do think he won't play all 10 years in San Diego. And I do think he will fade into obscurity uh, for sure because the Padres. And I know that East Coast people come off like kind of East Coast elitist or whatever, like New York, if these, if it's not East Coast, doesn't matter. But Pools to the Angels, Cano to the Mariners, even Trout in Anaheim. No one cares. Yeah. They're just not brand names. They fade, and Machado's going to fade. Machado will will will, will not be actively in base, our baseball talks for the next couple of years. I guarantee it. No. I mean, we don't really talk any NL, though. Especially NL West. Yeah. I mean, you and I don't talk any NL. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, the, the Padres, they do have some young guys that should be coming up in the next few years, and they'll – I'd say in the next – Two years, you'll you'll hear the Padres making some noise in the West. But what's he going to play? Is he going to play shortstop for them or, or third base? Uh they haven't pegged it third for now. Cool. Um, we'll we'll see if they move him around. I think uh, it's going to be interesting. The Padres have been known as this franchise in baseball for a while that has been like a small market, like can't afford guys like this, and now they have Hosmer and him. So. I don't know. I mean, there's a chance in a couple of years we say the whole Hosmer. thing's a disaster. A disaster. Yeah. I, I forgot all about... I forgot Hosmer was like a big signing when they got him. There you go. Legitimately, he's not... If you if you told me to name like 50 MLB players, I don't think Hosmer would come up. Okay. Um, and he would have when he was on the Royals in that run. Yeah, a little bit. And the Is Ro- he good The still? Royals were good. What's, what's Hosmer been doing in San Diego? He wasn't great. He's been there for... What year? Two years? Two um, years, I would I would guess. He, I mean, he he wasn't that good. Um, so I mean, that's part of it. But he wasn't that good in Kansas City. He kind of got paid because he was good looking and like the heart of Kansas City's team. 
Um, a lot of intangibles got him money. Which, hey, good for him. Um, I'm still waiting to get all my intangibles. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, glad it's over. We both think that Harper's going to get paid a lot more now. Yeah, I think probably 350 from Harper somewhere. Yeah, I think we both like Phillies. The, we both like the 350 number. It's come out like Phillies wanted Machado more. Harper doesn't want to go to the Phillies. I think Harper kind of does. I think he's okay with Philadelphia. I think there, it's was, like a, there was one report that said he didn't want to go to Philadelphia because he didn't want to get booed by the national fans. He doesn't care. Yeah. Harper lives to get booed. Yeah. Dude loves that's, that stuff. That's not real life. Um, so that'll be neat to see. Now it's all on Harper. I guess a little bit Keiko and Kimbrel. We'll see if any of that happens. Um, and Jim, I guess the final thing on kind of the I natty. Think, I think dominoes are going to fall now. Natty. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Um, the Duke Carolina game. At first, I got really mad. I was like, "Okay." You're getting mad about a lot of these stories. Ah, let's pretend. Play cool. There's people listening that want to hear that. Um, <laughs> I was like, Duke Carolina. Like, okay, Tobacco Road. These, you know, North Carolina. They're uh, Duke, North Carolina. Yeah. Clarifying for those that didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, they're at Duke's back up to one. Carolina's ranked like eighth, so it's it's kind of a big game. And I was like, ah, whatever. I mean, the part that I missed was, I mean, this is the only time Zion's going to be there. These yeah. are all Zion tickets. Yeah. So I actually kind of like it now. And I think this is going to be the big thing coming up in the NBA, whether um, the Knicks get the one pick or whoever does. I mean, Zion is just... He's dollar signs. Yeah. He's dollar signs. I I think... Who's going to win? The Duke Carolina tickets being this much money has ensured that Zion Williamson will be the number one pick in the draft. That's a good... That's a good Darren Rovell money business... Talking little twist. Business. 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 I think that's a... I like that. I like that take. I mean, A, money, really, really good. <laughs> money, money, money. Really good. Look how many people are but paying B, to watch him play. Yeah. And then they can do that in your city. Wherever. But it's not like the Knicks ever. The Knicks have put out Shy trash. Town, New York. The Knicks have put out Pelicans. trash for full seasons and still sell out. Yeah. Been there. That's, I think that's Earl. That's Earl. Halftime. Halftime. We got, we got some... Chat action, chaction, I call yeah. it. Nick Buback, a little sad we're recording at night because it's taken away from distracting him at work. I'm uh, sorry. We'll be back. Uh, Anthony wants to know if you have any uh, Nets fan page recommendations. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I keep Ruko. Ruko's the dude. Um, I, I don't know the depths of Nets Twitter or anything like that. I can I can put in some research and, and get some of it on, on the upcoming eps. I'm uh I'm really hoping I don't have to put up as much of a Nets front as I have to because I hope the Knicks are heading to a really good place. Um, not that I have no animosity for the Nets, but I I'm tuned into a lot of sports. I can't really I can't really be a Nets fan. Oh, you can be a fan of the mosquito nets that help the diseases in Africa. I think everyone should root for those nets. 
for those nets. I mean, even fishing nets you can't root for anymore. Animals are getting all tangled in them. And the shit. protective netting at baseball baseball games, you can root for those. Nets. I think we have to do a big Venn diagram on nets. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good nets. There's a lot of bad nets out there. I like the net that like when you go crabbing and you bring the net and you can like scoop up the crab with a, the net. A safety net might be in the middle. What kind of safety? Maybe net a safety net can save you if you're falling from a trapeze, but maybe a safety net in life doesn't push yourself to achieve your biggest goals. Yes, like like when Batman was jumping, he needed to take off the rope. Exactly. Stupidest scene in movie history. Great scene. People love that scene. Like you knew he was going to get the out. Music it was bumping. It was yeah. halfway through the movie. Your favorite movie, Sea Biscuit. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. So they. That's my point. They don't make any like. Dramatic, oh no, is he going to fall to his death? No. Yeah. You think Seabiscuit was going to lose? I don't watch it to watch Seabiscuit when I watch it for the story. Yeah, people watch it because it's dramatic. The, the, the biggest part of that scene is the music. Yeah. When no. it kicks in in theaters and it was freaking blaring. I was like, got everyone when I was watching that, I was like, Bane's destroying shit. Right. Just give me that scene and let's fix this. I don't need a half hour to watch him do something I know he's going to achieve. Well, You're forcing drama here. I want to go see him beat Bane and that had, French chick. He had to earn it. Yeah. He had to earn it. Well, anyway, safety net was bad for him there. Yeah. Trapeze safety nets are awesome. Yeah, real helpful. Yeah. Or like when drunks fall over at the stadium and fall into like a That guy fell in the net. Top the golf has a safety net. Yeah, I yeah. I, didn't I drop my putter into it? Or maybe I think you did. I think you Luke did. Something did. I think so, Luke did. I think you did because we were shocked that you did it. Because I think we were expecting Luke to do something ridiculous, and then you like got your seven iron caught in the net or something. Okay, so I don't know. And we're going to Top Golf. It's we'll a see Nets halftime. We're talk, finally talking Nets on yeah, this show. Yeah, thank God. People have been requesting us to talk Nets for so long. God, this is gonna get ugly. You know what I don't like? Hair nets. Don't care. I don't think they really work. But they protect you from the food. I don't think they do much. That's in the middle of the Venn diagram. That's same with gloves at a deli shop. Like, those gloves get dirty, so just wash your hands, and I don't care. No, we're not doing gloves. We're doing nets. Okay. Well, now we're doing the real news. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. A 103-year-old was sworn in as a junior, junior ranger at Grand Canyon National Park. 103-year-old junior ranger at Grand Canyon National Park. Wheaton College lacrosse player's head is too big for a helmet, and he's unable to play because he can't get a helmet that fits on his big-ass head. A lightsaber duel. Nope. Lightsaber dueling has become an official sport in France. Nice. That'll help you win wars. <laughs> First to surrender wins. Lightsaber dueling. Man's... Oh, dude. Check out this story. Uh, they, they suspected this dude as a killer from a 1993 murder. They followed him to his son's hockey game, watched him eat a hot dog. He threw the napkin that he wiped his mouth with into the trash. They took the napkin out of the trash, tested the DNA. Bing, bing, bing. He is the murderer. He's in jail now. 
A teen fought off a massive bird that snatched her Yorkie from the yard. Jake, there's a video of that. You should kind of watch it. A giant hawk came to grab her dog. And uh, a Melbourne mom, mum, is outraged that they put a penis on a lion toy for kids. I read the news today, oh boy. What you got? You're out of your mind for thinking I'm going to click the bird stealing a dog video. She saves him. I don't care. Oh, it's pretty wild because yeah, because care. because it's a hawk. Hate it. So they're like scary. So what do you yeah. do? So she's a young girl, like probably 13, 14 years old. Yeah, you're making me hate the story more and more. Continue. Okay, well she bests the hawk and the dog was unharmed. Yeah. She, the hawk never even got the there or never even got the dog airborne like in that one movie the proposal. Right. It was, was kind of like that. But uh so she starts like screaming at it and like flailing at it, but the hawk isn't giving up. Right. So then she takes like a lawn chair and starts throwing it at the hawk. Yeah. And she won it, scared it away, but that was a scary situation. Hate it. Um, I think that takes us to the used napkin DNA yeah, th- th- story. This was which, a big story. Um, Jerry Westrom. He looks like a murderer. Who he does look like a murderer. Yeah. Um, it's which, tough to say because it's alleged right now, but. He he murdered a hooker in 1993, and they did did this new testing that if you listen to the podcast Bear Brook, if you like true crime podcasts, it tells you about how this new testing happened. There was this lady who was just doing this for fun. She was called like a genealogist, new thing. So if uh, if you're adopted, she would help you trace, like just cross-check DNA, use Facebook, and make these intricate webs of family trees like super intricate sure. like she'd find all my 700 relatives in new jersey right that are like seventh cousin once removed and you can cross check it and now she solved the two biggest um unsolved crimes using this in the matter of three months and they say that since dna this type of testing is going to be like in 50 years we're going to look back and say like we look back on DNA, wow, that really changed everything. Yeah. This is going to be the next step, and it's just this lady who was doing it as a hobby, and she did it here. So she she ran the genealogy test, and it came up with two hits. Like it could be this guy or this guy, right? And this guy lived in the area when the murder took place, and in a couple years later, or even like recently, got popped uh, with a hooker. So they're like, well, let's go test his DNA. He threw out a napkin in the garbage. They scooped it up, which is legal. Gar- anyone can go through anyone's trash. And uh, now he's in jail. Isn't that wild? It's wild. Part of me doesn't like it. Why? I mean, it's getting invasive. He's I mean, a, this is good. He's a murderer. I know. I'm just thinking in the future, I could see this turn into bad stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Everything. Don't kill people. And then you don't have to I worry. mean, I'm fine. With him and not killing people, I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I'm tr- I guess I'm thinking of like dumb stuff we did in college. Like if you threw a if you threw a beer bottle or something on the street, you're just being a dumb college kid. I don't think they're gonna have. Then they could scoop up the beer bottle. I mean, think about what you just said. In 50 years, this could be the future of everything. What if the police just have something? They dip the top of the beer bottle. It's already got your DNA. You're kicked out of college. Uh... I don't think they're going to put resources into someone who throws a beer bottle, but if if they're they're got to be looking for your DNA for another crime. 
they could already have your DNA. And, and, and that DNA, that has nothing to do with this new genealogy thing. That's just DNA testing. They took your DNA the first time you got drunk tanked. Your DNA should be on file. Like, if you break a bottle and they run uh, the bottle, they can. that's been something that could have been happening for the last 30 years. I know. Well, I'm saying they're going to start doing it instantly now. Now that that's now that they can do this, I'm just thinking it's going to be instant soon. Just instant trouble. I'm glad we're not killing hookers anymore. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying it's a slippery slope. So you slope. don't like DNA testing? I'm okay with it for some of the big stuff. I'm just thinking when you go into that futuristic stuff. I'm telling you, it's a slippery slope. At what point does it stop? I don't even know what you want to stop. Yeah, you'll find out. Okay. You'll I mean, out. we leave fingerprints on everything we touch all day. What if you just litter? Like, what if, What if you're in a tight spot, you pee in a water bottle, and you're like, I got to get this out of the car. You throw it out the car window. And they're like, who And did then this? you just get a $250 ticket instantly. Beeps your phone the next minute. Well, that's fine. You littered. You get the ticket. Wow, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep track of you this week. You're going to be in a lot of trouble, if, buddy. If that's how it worked, I'd stop littering, I'm for sure. DNA so it, they'd win. All right. I used to litter when I was in high school like a dick. I don't litter anymore. You could have been thrown in jail with the new DNA technology. I don't think they throw you they in jail for littering. They would have for littering as much as you did. No, I think Throwing it's like all a, those 30 think, racks on the side of the road? No, I think it's like a $100 fine. It starts there. <laughs> then you're a repeat offender. Then you're in prison. Now you're the dead hooker. So I turned into the you dead. I haven't really sucks. thought about it, huh? Where's well, the net on that? Well, anyway, that awesome genealogy stuff, and then the napkin just sucks. Yeah, pretty well. Glad it caught him. Um, and like we said, he looks like a murderer. He looks like a murderer. That was his biggest problem. <laughs> um, lightsaber fighting's a thing. I mean, this is okay. Oh, wait, let's talk about this kid. This college player. His helmet's too big. Yo, not for nothing. I bet one of these lightsaber fighting is now a thing has been an article every year since 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 Star Star Wars Wars came out, since the 70s. There's official lightsaber. It's like just the one event that happens. Technically, it's wood, but we painted it red this year. Yeah, what does that even fucking mean? is Is it just like LARPing? Are they just going and having a stick fight? Basically, it's LED lit polycarbonate saber. So yeah, it's not a lightsaber yet, but yeah, it's like it's basically laser tag. They've taken the laser tag technology. They've they've and taken em, they've taken empty paper towel rolls, taped three of them together, and put some glow sticks inside. And now they're fighting in their basement. Well, I think there's like sensors and stuff, so it's it's basically fencing, but you, there's no restrictions. I hate everything about it. See, go to hell, France. There you go. Uh, Wheaton, this Wheaton College lacrosse player, Jake. You, I knew, I knew you. Well, because I read the article, it's interesting. Right. He, he, they don't make helmets his size, right. but he's been playing forever. He's got a huge head. It actually doesn't look that big. He says, no one tells me I have a huge head. I'm kind of just big. Oh, it's a giant head. He had to make his own helmet. He bought two helmets and like widened it. Right. And he played with that forever. But now NCAA, it's not a sanctioned helmet. You have to have like an official assurance for insurance this reasons. Di- this is going to get taken care of soon. Yeah, yeah they already are. War- <laughs> yeah. Warriors making him his own helmet, but it's still interesting. Warriors oh, making yeah. his own helmet. <laughs> so they were like, you can't wear that custom made helmet. He's like, well, they don't make helmets my size. How big is this dude head? I wonder if Michael Case heard this story because he's got a big head too. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Caser about it. 25 inches in circumference. So. I don't know if that means something to someone. 
Let us know, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Big dome. Oh, and click on the click on the Melbourne the penis on the lions because it's a funny image. Okay. They just like drew a dick and balls on the bottom of the lion. Yeah, it's a little odd. <laughs> it's like really close to the tail. Like the I, whole thing uh, seems inappropriate. I, I went in thinking the, the the Melbourne mom was like being ridiculous, and then I'm kind of with her. Like, there's no need for that. There's, on the bottom of that lion. There's no need. Again, I'd almost not complain. It would be like one of those things like when I put the kid to bed. What if I you would, find your kid licking that? I would, <laughs> I'd say that's hilarious. <laughs> and then they'd take him to jail because they've got his DNA now. Yeah. Yeah. You'd get I just lost, you just lost your kid because yeah. he licked a monkey penis. Yeah. yeah. Now he's a dead hooker. That's strike three. Oh, we now took. He we, goes from monkey penis to human penis, then he's getting stabbed. Yeah. But they can solve the murder, so you sleep better at night. Mm hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. As long as he doesn't even eat any hot dogs. Your kid's in jail because of your actions today. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big, mistakey, bumbling, fumbling idiot of the betting world. Took an 18-point spread, thought it was easy money. I win. He loses. I'm the best. He's the worst. What's your record? 1-0 in the last one. What's your record? What's in your the... Lifetime. What's your record in the last one? What's your record lifetime? Answer mine, and then I'll answer 18 yours. 18 and 12. That's the, no. the last one podcast that we do betting on. I'm 18 and 12. Okay, I was talking on the betting podcast. Okay, I'm okay. 18 and 12. Okay, you're in the 16 last one. and 14. Yep. Yeah. So you owe me a lot of money. No, no, no. But in oh. in the last one, I'm one and zero, oh, and you're zero oh and one, right. which is embarrassing for you. Yeah, Tennessee forgot how to play basketball for a little bit. The the commentators of the game actually started going like wild for a little bit. Um, you should have heard them. They're forgetting to play basketball. Yeah. I think they said that at one point. They literally, the point guards brought out his chess set. At one point, he said, "Like, how many off-balance layups are these teams going to try to take?" That was that's a genuine, sincere quote. Because um, they knew they could beat Tennessee. Vanderbilt. Went Tennessee went 13 minutes to start the second half, and they had eight points. Um, and they closed the other half of that really poorly, and they still won. They won by like 10 points. So um, I'm I'm not ashamed. Sometimes that happens. Um, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. In James's case. Um, I'd find more than one nut if I was blind squirrel. Man, I gotta keep it. Yeah, they'd find your DNA and they'd kill you. Um, kill your hookers too. I think I am the hooker. I am the walrus. Uh, where do I want to go, Jim? You know, to get out of a rut, I normally go Big Ten, but the Big Ten slate is oogly. Wow. So you admit you're in a huge rut. Great googly moogly. Um. Let's go. Oh, God, that's a hideous game. I can't take that. Um, you know what? Let's let's go with some old school Big East action, or at least one of the teams, Jim. We're going to do Xavier, the Musketeers, are facing the Seton Hall Pirates. We got Musketeers versus Pirates. Who's home? Seton Hall. Okay. Seton Hall. Seton Hall facing the Musketeers. Seton Hall, they've got a a little two-game win streak going. They beat Creighton at home, and they went on the road at Providence. 
before that, or excuse me, that's Xavier. Uh, Seton Hall's on a three-game heater. Two wins against Creighton and a win at home versus Georgetown. Uh, the spread is five, Jimmy. The spread is five. And Jim, do you want to know what I'm going with? Who's favored? Seton Hall? Seton Hall is favored. I'm going with Seton Hall. They're a uh, five-point spread. Okay. And I just think we're at the point of the season where, I, I mean, I saw what I saw tonight. Um, Tennessee's in a little bit of a rough stretch. It was in-game. Vandy hadn't won in conference, so this would have been like a real benchmark win. They had a chance. They still played terrible. Um, this is the part of the season where you see some teams are going to try to make that big push to get into the tournament. Some mm-hmm. teams are bowing out. Seton Hall's 16-9. and nine. If they put something together in here, they can make some noise. They could get into the big dance. They could get into a little dance. Um so I and I think they really need this one. They have at St. John's next. That's going to be a tough game. I have such bad news for you. Okay. You just said Xavier beat Creighton, right? Um, they did. I might have said that. Xavier yeah. beat Creighton. Yeah. Two games before that, Creighton crushed Xavier. Yeah. Seton Hall beat Xavier by ten. Now Xavier's coming for the rematch. You think Xavier's and they just they just they lost to Creighton seventy-six to fifty-four. So their season's collapsing around them. And so they avenged them smart. the next game they avenged themselves and they beat Creighton. So now they're gonna have to avenge yeah, that's the Creighton. You're, you're comparing yeah, they, different gonna, teams. They lost. Oh, you're so. They lost to Seton Hall by ten. Now they're gonna be like those motherfuckers. We gotta get them, and they're gonna give them a fight. Seton Hall minus five. Lock it in. Bet, bet your family members. Bet your DNA. We're all going to jail anyways. Yeah, we're all going to jail for littering. Thanks, thanks, lady. That's literally, that's like the start of the Will Smith. What's what's the Will Smith zombie? But I, I don't understand. Legend. DNA testing like, has been around be, forever. Oh, There's nothing that this right, case... but they're be- trying to expedite it. They're trying to... Now you can instantly be linked to your 700 family members. The whole speech you gave. Like we can instantly. But do he that left now. his DNA on the scene of the dead hooker. Otherwise, they would have yeah. never found him. Well, he shouldn't have killed that hooker. <laughs> yeah. Just like you polluting and your son licking the the monkey dick on his toy. But that doesn't take away from Seton Hall minus five. Well, you can still spend the money, people, before the government takes you. I'm going with my theory that they're gonna give him a game because they just lost to him, which means. Jakey Jakey about to make a big mistake. Seton Hall three game win streak has won every game by five or more. Free money at home. Xavier's given up on their season. Seton Hall. Xavier is on a two game win streak. Trash. They're absolute trash. You're absolute trash. Yeah. At betting in the last day. Yeah. And I'm the genius. Yeah. Nah, all right. That ends this show. We will see you tomorrow. It's going to be another nighttime episode, I think. Yeah. Because we got to do stuff in the morning. If you're in Tampa, come say hi. If not, don't. That's, that's about all I got to say about that. Let me find this Biggie song. I think I exited out of it. Wow, I exited out of it, Jake. Jesus. Jesus Christ. So here it is. See you guys. I found it. 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 So that motherfucker, get this nigga next door. I'm out of here. That nigga be showing all night. I can't sleep. And all that big butt nurse with the.
the long hair to come suck my dick. The doctor said I need about three weeks of recovery. But the nurses is loving me, saying the best part of the day is my half. Feeding me breakfast and giving me a sponge bath. Niggas say I died dead in the streets. Nigga, I'm getting high, getting head on the beach. Chilling, sitting on about half a million.